right. Hey, guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkins, and this is your best life defined. So imagine being the most hated kid in the trailer park. Well, like imagine living in a trailer park and I'm not faulting it. But the back when when I, I mentioned my stepdad, Richard or Dick, whichever you prefer, um, about him dragging us around the country. Well, at some point in the first couple of years, we ended up in Council Bluffs, Iowa, and we live, ended up right on the river in a trailer park. And the, these weren't nice trailer parks at all. These were these grungy ass crap hole trailer parks with a playground that'll kill you, you know? And so we're living in this trailer park and we had this, we had a, what would be considered a nice unit. We had a, a an old ass trailer um, with an addition built on it and it was plenty of room but it was this thing was so old that had those louvered windows that you would you know you roll out and they louver out and if you broke one it would cut an arm off yeah that was the kind of trailer house we lived in and my my stepdad dick he was uh he was driving trucks so he would come in on the weekends after a hard day of being a long-haul trucker which I don't know what he was doing out there, but it made him crazy on the weekends. So he'd come home and everything would be fine. Everybody would be loving on him. He'd come in. I remember one time, one time he came in with this whole case of candy bars. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> it was probably something from the load. He got a, a box broke open or something, but he brings me home a box of uh, all kinds of candy bars and I'm like I mean that was like gold to me no one had ever done anything that nice for me in a long time so it was kind of a love-hate relationship with this guy but that was the beginning I think of that weekend and it ended a little rougher than that so what happens is as usual Dick would sit get home the first thing he'd do is he'd pop open those 16 ounce Budweiser's and he'd start slamming them down and I remember he'd just sit at the table and he was always kind of red kind of reddish I think it was the alcohol he was drinking I remember sitting at the table, he'd get worked up and, and he'd pick up an issue and then the next thing you know, it would be the end of the world and he would be yelling and screaming about why this and that and those sons of bitches and, and, and I mean, just that, just going off and he was building it up. And I, I remember I just used to run and hide. I'd go do my thing, go hide in my bedroom, go outside. That's what, that's what made me such a loner. Well, on this particular occasion, I guess it's about nine o'clock at night, and back then, dogs were like family. Dogs, dogs had their own family. If you were in a trailer park, dogs would run around a little pack, and you knew every dog, who owned every dog. They would come to you, pet them. I mean, it was just they were like part of the trailer park. But the problem is, they ran around barking all the goddamn time, and that was that was Dick's issue that night. He he'd come in from a, from being gone for a week. He's getting his drink on, sitting out there by those windows, and he's looking out those dogs. And he's pissed off. Why can't these dogs just shut up? God oh, dang, I'm gonna kill some dogs. Well, one thing led to the other, and pretty soon he goes into the back room. He pulls out the 22 and he starts loading it in the living room. And I'm thinking, oh. <laughs> you know, you're a kid, you're like, what the hell? It, it almost, you know, it, it was funny is if you did seen that today as a kid or a kid seen that today, that'd be the craziest thing ever. But back then, with all the craziness I'd been through up to that point, man, him loading a 22 in the living room in the middle of a trailer park didn't seem odd to me at all. It just seemed like the kind of shit Dick did, right? And so, oh, oh, Dick, he sits back down and he opens up the window on that trailer and those windows, I remember him going up. And I remember walking up behind him and he takes the barrel of that gun and there are no screens in these windows. So it's just window. I remember walking up behind him as he puts that gun through the window. And the next thing I know, he squeezes off a shot and the dog yelps and just falls over dead. 
And he did that like, I think he shot like six dogs in, the, in, the, in this sequence of about five minutes. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm, uh, what do you say to that? I mean, how do you process that? And my mom, that was the one time she kept her mouth shut. I don't remember what the hell went on. But I do remember what happened that next day. That next day, I was not the most popular kid in the neighborhood, in the trailer park. I was the most hated kid in the trailer park. They didn't give two shits whether I, whether it was my stepdad, he was crazy, I didn't think it was right, or I was behind the whole plot. It didn't, kept, it didn't matter to them. They were looking to whip the shit out of somebody, and I was the guy, right? <laughs> kind, kind of an interesting story just so you know you don't make that shit up and the reason I'm bringing this to your attention is because uh, I've come from a long line of struggle I mean I've learned to struggle from a kid I remember that same trailer park I'd just go off on my own here it is we're in uh, Council Bluffs, Iowa I'm down on the river there's water moccasins and spiders that bite the shit out of you and all and I would just disappear into the woods some guy some pervert could have grabbed me drugged me off and no one would even known right but that's how it was and you just learn to overcome and that's that's what this is that's what this COVID-19 thing is that's what this is even before COVID-19 and long after it it's about our ability to overcome what we face that's all it is about us being able to say all right this is where we are this is where we're going how are we going to get there <laughs> i'm good at it you realize that there's something beyond this i'm kind of frustrated right now because i can't get on my book i haven't been able to squeeze in and admit everything else i'm trying to do in fact when i get done with this i've got to do some repairs on the rv and get some things done before it starts to rain but i'm trying to get a few of these stacked up because I don't want to miss my goal. My goal is to do one podcast a day. Whether you like it or not, whether it gets watched or not, I believe that if I just keep doing this, I'm going to keep getting better at it. And eventually someone's going to say, hey, you know what, that dude's smart. Even if I don't agree with everything he's got to say, he's certainly not an asshole. And some of the stuff he's saying makes sense. I mean, sure, it does make sense to spend more time playing than you spend working, don't it? Because it's going to end. That's all I'm saying. If you think I'm judging your life, yeah. I'm not judging your life. It doesn't matter to me what your life looks like. In fact, when it really comes down to it, your your decision to continue to do what you're doing or, doing or to follow a little bit of friendly advice and say, hey, you want to play more, honey? How about we go to the lake more than we go to work? Or how about we spend some weekends fishing or doing something like that because that's more funner than what we're doing now? I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's not in you. Maybe you're... Our, so overwhelmed with happiness, contentment, and challenge in your life that you probably don't have time to do anything more fun. Or is that right? More fun? Funner? I don't know. Anyway, you get the point. <laughs> yeah, I was the most hated kid in the trailer park. And I guess that's the reason I sit here right now is because I, I can't believe it. I friggin' can't believe it. There are so many stories like that that I could tell you. And I can't believe that I, out of all these people and out of all the opportunities I had to fail, I was able to sit here and do what I do now. I'm able to sit here and I wake up, I don't know anybody, I can waste all the time I want doing a podcast and talking to people like you, sharing my story, thinking about my life, evaluating, and at any minute I can change it. Does that mean every moment is amazing? No. 
This means that when I want it to be amazing, all I have to do is say, hey, let's do this. I think it'll be amazing. I don't know. You need money to do things. You need money to make choices. You need time to make choices. Maybe it's time you make some time to think about, oh, wait, why am I really doing this? Why am I really spending every day like that robovac bumping into the walls, the four walls of your life? Do, 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 do. Bumping into the four walls of your life, and it happens the same way day in and day out. And it wouldn't be so bad if it was cool. I mean, it wouldn't be bad at all if it was some cool shit, and you're like, yeah, I love that shit. That's cool. <laughs> but it's not, it doesn't even come to that level. It doesn't even come up to that point. Let's see, running out of the house, forget your lunch on the counter, sitting in traffic, friggin' get to work, get to watch the dude who does nothing, get all the benefits. Jump back in your car, hurry home, forget you don't have any alcohol, gotta go back out, aw damn, might as well pick up a pizza, cause supper's not gonna be ready now on time anyway. Get back, drink your six pack or your 12 pack or your bottle of wine, hit the bed and do it again. I ain't making this shit up. Look at your life. Oh, hey, what would you want to do this weekend? No, well, I can't. I got to clean the garage and we need to mow the lawn and got to spray the weeds and and fix the door handle on the bathroom and blah, 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 blah. And all the while, while you're doing all that shit you're doing, you're thinking about all the shit you wish you were doing. Again, I ain't making this shit up. This is you. Want to live your best life? That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about waking up and saying, okay, I'm going to bust my ass until 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, and then the game is on. Then we are going out and we are having some fun. And that's how every Saturday is going to go. And if I can't keep up with the lawn, I'm going to get rid of the lawn because game is on at 10 o'clock on Saturdays. Maybe that's all it takes. I don't know. But I'll tell you what, if you want to gain some gain some inner strength you want to want to fortify your soul be the most hated kid in the trailer park <laughs> that's, that's a title there's that's a title very few people get to dawn but i got to dawn it yeah and it was funny about as i look at those experiences and i don't even have the benefit of being able to say well yeah but my big brother was there on the at the at the line to catch the bus to school and he protected me what's funny is i the whole time I'm doing this stuff and being drugged around by my parents, by the adults, based on their whims and their decisions, I don't remember anyone but me being there. I don't remember anyone standing up for me. I don't remember one time my mom went out and told some other kid's mom, hey, quit picking on him. <laughs> it's no wonder I turned out the way I did. <laughs> I have no idea if you're enjoying this. I hope you do, because in the end, let me tell you a little bit about me. This is my history. This is my story. But the truth is, I wake up every day and I think about it. What can I say to them today that will change their life, that will make them finally realize it's okay if your life doesn't look like everyone else's. It's okay if you go ahead and you grab a hold of some amazing dream that motivates you to handle all the bullshit you've been neglecting, that motivates you to stabilize your income, to go out and hustle to learn things you need to learn to acquire skills to promote yourself so that you can actually evolve in this new environment of COVID-19 and far beyond it because I got to tell you something it doesn't really matter what anyone says 
it isn't over yet. They can argue all they want about it. And this isn't propaganda. But imagine what happened. The entire country shut down. The entire country shut down. The entire world shut down. And we're struggling to get back up. Do you even have an idea how many companies have went out of business? Think about it. Trying to find things. Simple things that were used to be available. And now they're not. Because guess what? We don't make them. I don't know. That, that event in that trailer park where I had to fight for the next week and a half with every kid I knew because my dad killed their dog and everybody in the trailer park loves dogs and there I am getting my ass kicked for it. If you wonder why I have the tenacity I do, if you wonder why I believe I'm unstoppable, it's because I'm unstoppable. Who's going to stop me? What are you going to do? Tell me stop talking? Uh-uh. I own this. What about you? What about you? What do you own? What do you wake up to every day inspired by? What do you wake up to so excited that you have trouble sleeping at night? That's a ticket. What do you wake up to every day that makes you go, yeah? <laughs> I feel like I'm being a little dramatic here. But I am. I mean, I don't know how else to do this for God's sake. I'm not telling you lies. The truth is, and let me put it to you one more time before I go. The truth is that if you want to live a happy life, do the shit that makes you happy. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not going to come with struggle. It means it's going to come with struggle that's worth the effort. It's going to be. It's going to come with struggle that is worth what you get for it. I don't care what you say about your fancy ass truck or your big ass house. The truth is, how much time do you actually get to spend enjoying it? When you're not working, you're running, and when you finally do get home, you're so tired. You ain't wanting to go hang out in your big deck and and hang out in that fancy yard and entertain and have people over. And and if you're thinking that people give a shit about what you got, they really don't. Sure, what they're not going to tell you, goddamn, how much that costs, how much debt are you in? No, they're going to say, um, I unplugged myself here. All right, there we go. They're going to say. Wow, did you see how much debt they're in? <laughs> anyway, sorry for that snafu. But anyway, listen, as always, I just coming out here every day doing what I do because I think it's important. It's important that someone says it. And the truth is this crap we've been doing for so long, it's not working. You can say what you want about it. You can justify it however you want. But swimming in debt to the point that a four-month layoff kills you. And that's, and that's not even the saddest part. The saddest part is that being out of work for a month killed some people's lives if it hadn't been for this the stimulus package where would you be if it hadn't been for unemployment and trillions of dollars being artificially dumped into our economy where would you be and now you're struggling and even if you wanted to play you can't well I guess not. At least if you're sitting at home and you're still not figuring it out, spend some time with some family, with friends. Let's have a conversation about what you can do better. But God forbid you should go back to the life you were living post-COVID. Because you see how quick it ends, right? You see how quick something beyond your control can come in and go, BAM! All right, and I guess you don't want to hear it. I know that's part of the problem right now. But guess what doesn't make it any less true? Maybe today's the day to start living your best life, huh? So until next time, just remember, my name is Chris Haquez, and this is your best life. And today's your day. Make it a good one.